say is Why do we exist? Is it God or is it to be God's or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure or something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense? And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest Or do you live to conquer? Kill any imposter who tries to stop what you're plotting No matter what you were prosper or do you think you're heaven sent? Well, please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you here to play ball? Cause you make it look so effortless Are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people to teach and show them that they have a choice? Or are you just a demon here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing Are you here to spread diseases? Cause you had one all your life And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all, people, until the questions are gone With that said, when I'm dead, I'll die with questions I answer Like, is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer? You believe in the Lord, but the Lord goddamned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you Well, before we get into it, let's for those that don't know, Alexis, can you please just just a small, just a brief rundown of who you are, what you do, and for those that don't know you, where they may know you from, before we get into the <laughs> questions. All right. For sure. Well, hey guys, I'm Alexis Fox, and you can find me on different um, platforms of social media, uh, Twitter at Alexis Fox, my IG at Alexis Fox Live. I'm also on Snapchat, OnlyFans, and everything like that. You have, may have seen me from some of your not for safe work sites, such as browsers, Digital Playgrounds, Mile High, uh, different groups up there. Um, Hard X, Lesbian X, Girls Way. Of course, I'm an adult model and actress, so I am a fantasy maker. I make people smile. I also do a many other things. Um, I'm a nature lover and uh, all those awesome things. Mm. Cannabis advocate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely get into that, Alexis. Definitely. <laughs> huge, huge advocate of that. <laughs> Let's legalize it. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, <laughs> I think let's 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 start off. Let's start off at the at the at the beginning. Um, looking, reading about yourself before obviously you coming online and us having this conversation uh, i've have read quite a bit of, uh, of information and there was something that popped up which did look very interesting and i wanted you to, to just to give us some some prehistory on this in essence so um i've read that you prior to starting the adult industry you were serving in the air force yeah i definitely did um i grew up in a small town in pennsylvania and I just knew from an early age, I, I specifically remember being like 11 or 12 and thinking, God, if I stay in this small town, I'm going to suffocate a horrible, miserable death at an early age. And I mean, that's just how I felt. I felt it was too small for my personality. And I don't, you know, don't mean that in a bad way. Some people love small towns and they thrive in it. Some people don't. It's just whatever. And so for me, the Air Force was a way for me to get out of my small town and experience something new and at the same time get money for education so i use it as a platform for the selling points that they try to get people in for you know get money for education you know see the world and i got to see north dakota <laughs> dc but um it was good for me um coming in from a small town um i had to make my way so it got me out of my small town it allowed me to start college it's made me independent, gave me self-esteem, uh, how to set goals. I, I got a lot of positives from it, but I'm just one of those people that I can take any situation and find the positive vibes from that and take from it and, and leave it. Um, it was just good for, for me at that time. Okay, great stuff, great stuff. So how did you transition from the Royal Air Force and what were the what was the journey to getting into the adult entertainment world, like what were some of the, the first steps after the Air Force? What, what led you to make that career transition? Wow, there's a lot of stuff actually that happened in between that because you know, you go into the Air Force, I went into the Air Force at 18. 
when I got out of the Air Force, you know, I was, you know, in my 20s. And I was, at that time, uh, I got out of the Air Force. I graduated college, all that. I was free. I was out of the Air Force, out of everything. And so I flipped a coin between Phoenix, Arizona, and Florida. Florida won. Moved down to Miami in my 20s. And what happened, what what made the life or the career change is just life experiences and realizing what works for me as an individual. I realized I did not thrive in an atmosphere that was a nine to five cubicle type job. I don't need that type of structure in order for me to thrive. I'm a creator. I'm an artist. I like to think I need things that are going to engage my mind in a different way. Sometimes people need that, um, that complete structure in order them for them to thrive, that's great for those people. I did not. What I did was I decided for my life experience is to be that weekend warrior where you're, you know, you're just, you're drowning your miserable life because you're like, what am I doing here, right? Why am I doing this nine to five job? I was a paralegal, everything like that. So recognizing how unhappy I was as, as a nine to fiver, I hauled off and I quit everything. And in that year of not having a job and just kind of living in Miami and trying to figure shit out, I, uh, I answered a Craigslist ad. I was like, well, hell, I need money. I like porn. I'm a sexual being. Why not be an extra? So I answered a Craigslist ad to be an extra on a porn set. I go down. They, uh, they run through this laundry list of different things. of like, hey, if you show your boobs, you get this amount, blah, blah, blah. You give a blowjob, and they were only going to blowjob that day, and they're like, oh, you, you know, do the blowjob, you make this amount, and before I knew it, my hand was up, and I got picked. It wasn't like a thought of, like, I wasn't sitting there thinking about it, like, oh, should I, should I not, oh, my God, would people see me? I didn't give a fuck about any of that stuff. I just said yes, and from that moment, I mean, if you really think about it, if you just start saying yes, you will figure out everything else you need to do after that. And being, and, and I mean, I wouldn't be here who I am today if I didn't say yes that very moment. And I did it. I remember after I said yes, my heart beating and everything. And that was the transition, just life experience, realizing and being self-aware and realizing that, you know, I was self-medicating with booze and stuff, working as a nine to fiber. Um, it was just a very unhealthy, unhealthy, unhealthy lifestyle because I wasn't satisfying the other parts that I, I needed satisfied. So being in the industry was just like another platform for me to be even more creative because it gives you the time and freedom to do what you want. You know, I work when I want. I make my boundaries. I see what goes on. Like at any given point on that set, it's my. It's given me empowerment. It's given me a voice. It's given me confidence as a female and in my sexuality. It's just been a great transition. Did I answer your question? Yeah, great answer. <laughs> great answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, the structure of being in the Air Force, with you being a creative character, um, and I, I would say, you know, just from the, the, the little time we have spoken, that you're a pretty free soul of sorts. So, how did, how did you? I mean, like, how did you cope within such a, a, a regimented regime? Uh, and then okay. the second part of to that that question would be. How were um, what was it like sexually for you within the 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 Air Force? Okay, remind me of the second part when I after I'd done with the first part. Okay. Okay. So what prepares you for that again is life experiences and, and stuff. We go through our life's experiences where we have to be mentally strong to get through whatever. We have to realize that there's certain things that we have to do in order to further our career, further our life, to become a better human being, to become a higher vibration. To me, the Air Force. I knew what I was getting into. I knew that I'm going to have to be in this structure. I'm going to have to like, I was never like a person. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm going to do whatever I want. I am a free spirit in that way a lot. However, I just knew this is only a temporary situation to a bigger outcome. You've got to be mentally stronger than that. You don't play it in the, like, if I were like, oh, you're telling me what to do. I don't like it. Those are the, the whiny people, the people that want to argue. You're running out of an emotion. You get, you're, you're, you're not focused on your fine. You're not focused on your goals. You're just running. You're, you're in your ego at that point. Get out of your ego, focus on your goals and make decisions using that versus go through making decisions for emotion. You'll find your decision making a lot more clear that way. 
So that's how I made that transition. You can get through anything. I mean, people are going to tell you shit all the time and try to do whatever. You're just like, okay, you got to realize that's the, them. It's the reflection of them and what they're going through. It's what they're being told, what you have to do. You have to understand why they're doing that. A, T, a, a, a drill sergeant is only yelling at you and trying to get you to think and think you make you think as a team, make you think on your feet. They're only doing that as a type of exercise to make your brain think a different way. So when you realize why they're doing what they're doing, you don't, you don't get emotionally attached to that. There's no reason for it. It's like, okay, this is the bullshit I got to go through to get here. All right, no problem. It did that. It got me out of my small town. It got me, gave me, like I said, the confidence, the ability to set goals. You know, I take all the positives from it. What I like, what I don't like. What was the check part? <laughs> I, believe, I believe the second part of the question was sexually, how was it? Was you sexualized in the, in your time in the army? Like you mean sexually harassed or anything? I wouldn't say harassed. No, no. Go on, Noah, because we couldn't no. hear. You. Yeah, I was going to say sorry. I I wouldn't say so much sexually harassed. I was in. Was I've heard sexual? stories. Yeah, like I've been heard stories within the military that Honey, it I've can been be sexual quite... all my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been sexual all my life. Like I didn't in the military to start that. I started early. I was very curious. I was like one of those girls though, like. I remember like digging into my uncle's like, you know, Playboy connect uh, collection and be like, oh, let me find the bunny on the front. You know what I mean? I see. I, I used to watch their sneak and watch videos. I was like, the military didn't spawn that. That was already in me. <laughs> so the military was, you could say, a practice ground for. for um, Not really. I mean, I had some experiences in the military. Like I, I want to say that was the first time I had two guys. But I had long-term relationships in the military. I didn't really, it wasn't like, people weren't running trains on me. <laughs> <laughs> I might have encouraged a couple trains, ran on a couple other women, but not on me. <laughs> I'm more like an instigator. <laughs> I like to watch it, but I don't always like to be in it. <laughs> okay, so with your friends, with, the, with your personal friends and your personal circle, after you transitioned into the adult world, how did they receive it? Did many did did, did it create um, division amongst you and your friends, or was it something that your friends are into too? You know, it just really yeah. It, all those things happened. Um, I had close friends that you know that treat you like a sister, and then all of a sudden you know you like I, I I'm a very honest person. I, I can't I don't want to lie to people and shit like that. So. I'd rather, you know, it come from my lips than someone figure it out or whatever. So when I decided to get really honest with it and tell people, not in a flagrant way, but just in a very honest way and a very, you know, in an intelligent and target in, in an intelligent way. Um, I've had people that were just like, no more friends. You know, like absolutely like that was just against everything they've ever believed in. All of a sudden I was a whore. I was going to fuck their husbands or some shit like that. It was just like ridiculous. And I, you know what, okay, then what that made me realize, like, do I, would I do, why fight for that friendship? I don't want somebody that's going to judge another, another person just on the type of job they have. You know, fuck, you knew me for all these years and now you don't like me or think I'm going to fuck your husband because of what I, because now what I do for a living, like, that's fucked up. If I wasn't going to do it before, I'm not going to do it now. I don't, it's not like that. Like, that's insecurity on your own. So I don't want those people in my life anyway. So I, I'm pretty happy when that shit comes out because it's like, oh, thank God you saved me the trouble. But some people are accepting. Some people are just, you know, I just interesting. People are going to either, you know, going to have your back or they're not. And I don't really care. You, you know, like, that's all on them. They got my back. Awesome. If they don't, awesome. Move on. That's cool. You know, it was funny because, like, it's actually very hard to make other women female friends sometimes in this industry. I mean, it's like uh, the other day, I was actually just mentioning this to a friend of mine this this, this afternoon. Um, great conversation with these ladies at the nail salon yesterday. Comes out like, oh, what do you do for a living? Da, 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 da. And it was like literally the like their facial expression completely changed. And all of a sudden, I was out of the conversation. And it's just like so weird. Like, how do we get along this entire hour? And now it's like, oh. I was just like, wow, people are really judgmental and, and stuff. But, you know, 
like I said, if you're going to be judgmental on what I do for a living and how I pay my bills, hey, unless you're, you're, if you're not fucking me, feeding me, or financing me, I don't give a fuck. All right. All right. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Noble. <laughs> Triple F. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I totally understand uh, what you're saying there. <laughs> Definitely. So, so well, well, based upon that, then, based upon that, um, Clearly, there's a, um, I guess, like a stereotype of sorts of what a porn, a female porn person is. And yeah. that's someone who typically who may have been abused in the past, etc. That's why they're, you know, sexually, quote unquote, liberated. Um, you know, they'll sleep with anyone and anyone's husband kind of thing. They're drug addicts kind of stuff. You know, they're the worst of the worst. I guess that's the kind of thought that a lot of people have, unfortunately, um, about adult entertainers, which clearly cannot be the the majority. I mean, would you say that's the majority or would you say that's the minority? Any success, any any female or male um, adult performer are not those things. We are business. We are entrepreneurs. If you guys only realized all the stuff we do that is not on camera. Like I said, you know, that's just one platform. That is a sliver out of everything we do. Everything. I I know some of the hardest working people are in my industry. We just don't get we don't we people just think we wake up, get our hair and makeup done, fuck and then we we collect a check and that's it. Yeah, there's probably some of us that do that. Newbies do it, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But anybody that's been in this industry for for several years, you see continually the continual success, continued business, continue. You see them branching off. You see them using their name, you know, in other ways. I mean, it is it is an amazing business. You can make a lot. Of, you, like, it's, it's an entrepreneurial school. I'll tell you that. Um, I haven't had a day off in years. I'll tell you that because even if I'm doing social media, I don't do private. I don't do personal social media. Everything that goes, that, that's work. I'm mm. updating you on my scenes. I'm updating you on my life. I, I told a, I had to tell a fan recently. They're like, oh my God, you don't answer me every day. I'm like, do you realize I probably talk more to you than I talk to my mom? You know more about my life because my mom doesn't follow me on my work stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all work. Um, Making connections, meeting people out, me um, doing affiliations. Like I find companies of interest, and I'm like, oh, I love that. I want to be a part of that. I want, I want to promote that. I, I want, you know, whatever. Make, you know, that's constant. You're making constant business connections, doing business meetings, um, making your brand. It's I'm a brand, so you're constantly doing marketing, um, PRs, interviews. Um, you're on the road. Um, there's a lot of sacrifices that we do. And we're intelligent, intelligent, beautiful women. We're both. We're intelligent and we're eye candy. Yeah, that's going to make some people feel insecure. And of course, they're going to be like, oh, well, that was her last resort. No, it wasn't. I've been in the military. I didn't start this when I was 18. I did this when I was in my 30s. And I did it because I want to control of my life. I want to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to go to Australia in October. I'm going to spend a month there learning permaculture from experts that's mm-hmm. what i'm doing in october i'm not even shitting you that's what I, that's my plan One, if i was just some bullshit job that i had to work for somebody else's dream i work for my own dreams if i was just working mm-hmm. for somebody else's dream i wouldn't be able to do that they'd be like yeah you can have two weeks huh. <laughs> no, i'm gonna go to australia i'm gonna go to school for two weeks and i'm gonna go travel around the country and visit people that i've been talking online and create business connections and other people like uh, there's a company out there that um, I'm doing business with. So I'm going to go visit them and shake their hand and say, hey, I'm the person that you've been talking yes. to online. It's nice to meet you because I'm old school that way. I want to shake your hand. I want to say hi to you. I want lunch. I want breakfast. Let's mm-hmm. talk. Let's further our business relationship. And I'm really, I'm really strong on connecting with female. No offense, guys. But I really want to make more mm-hmm. connections with female-owned businesses to have that female woman empowerment because that's what I have. That's what I incense, and I want other women to be incensed by that. Other women need to be in control and confident in their sexuality. Let's do this. We don't. We should be fixing each other's crowns, not putting each other down. 
that's yeah. that's that's true, and that's that's a great answer as well. That's a great answer, and um, which brings me to my next my next question because um, I'm not sure if you listened to our last interview with um, Nina Nina K. Did oh you... wow! Okay. Okay, um, and we we had some talent, some UK talent that that was very interested, and when we let them know that you was coming on today. Let's talk about the business side of, of the industry now. You said earlier in the conversation that you didn't want to be, you didn't want to be stuck in your traditional nine to five. You want to be able to get up and say that you're going to Australia for the month. Now, is this industry lucrative enough to do that, or is that just the top earners? Because there, there's there's a lot of women that have put certain um, little clips online and things that where they're saying that it hasn't been what they expected it to be? Well, you get what you put into it. It's a lot of work, like I said. So the more content you're producing, a lot more of us are, you know, there's a lot of hustles in this game. You can you could do texting or sexting. You can do video calls. You can offer different types of hustles. Um, merch, your own content. Your, I mean, how, there's, yeah, it, if you know how to play your cards right, and you're not spending your money on bullshit shoes and purses and shit that's going to go out of style in three months and you learn how to save your money and reinvest it in yourself, this business can be very lucrative and you can make your dreams come true. I'm going to be launching my own fucking coffee that I'm putting my money behind, two flavors, I'm working with a company out of Massachusetts because that's a dream, that's a passion of mine, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, there's plenty of money to go around. You just gotta, and there's plenty of, you know, there's a there's a niche for everyone, plenty of room for all of us. It's about what you put in it. It's 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 hard. It's not. It's a lot of work. It's not like like I said, you don't just wake up like oh whatever. There's weeks where I'm lazy and I feel it, and then there's weeks where I'm fucking so motivated and da 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 da, and I'm just going like like a train for weeks at a time, <laughs> you know, like. But it is what you put out. You can cam. You can offer Skype. I mean, there's just, I have a private Snapchat that's a monthly subscription that literally, like, there's some girls that have been, like, I just signed up for it, but there's some girls that have been on it for a couple years now that make, like, more, like, dude, what they make in a week on their private Snapchat is dumb. It's just so, yeah. is that, is, so is the private and Snapchat then, just for the adult world then? Or is that something that... No, anybody can, like, hey, if you got a, if you got a market and you can, you know, you can, you can, you know, anybody can make a, a private Snapchat and do a, okay. a monthly subscription through FanSent. I mean, you just got to have a following. You're okay. only going to get a following the more you put your name out there and the more content you do. So, like, I'm up in New York. So, the whole time I'm up here, I'll, you know, I'll take a picture of my boob. So, I'll put it on my private Snapchat and then I'll put, do like a quick little solo shower video and put that on my OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Like, I can do this all day and I'm doing it at my own leisure whenever the fuck I want. I'm at, I'm at a restaurant. I'll go to the bathroom, take a picture of my ass in the mirror. Who fucking knows? <laughs> I'm telling you, people buy that shit and they love it. And, and it's and like, don't tell me you can't make money in this. Don't tell me. Like, are you webcamming? Like when girls are like, oh, I, I did this shoot because I had to make my rent. Oh, shut up. Get your ass on cam. And maybe you have, you know, at first on camming, if you're not, like, if you don't have a name already or you haven't been on, a, like, if I haven't been on a long time, it takes me a little longer. But, like, you put into what you get out of it. If you get on there eight hours a day, eventually those eight hours you start to shorten. So what you made in eight hours, you'll be able to make in six hours. Eventually what you made in six, uh, what, what you used to make in eight hours, you'll start to be able, be able to make in four hours. Because you're going to get your regulars. You're going to get more people. You can start upgrading your price because it's time and time and effort and quality goes up. Don't You know what I mean? Like, you got to look at that. So, you know, it, there's plenty of money to go around. It's about finding those niche, working it, being authentic, and, and, and fucking putting some hard work and sweat into it. That shit doesn't come to you. You don't just wait for the shoot to happen. You put yourself out there. Make yourself, in, make yourself fucking interesting. And I'm not saying be an asshole or, like, be one of those loudmouth jerks online. Just... Make yourself people likable. You know, look at my Instagram. I think it's pretty likable. I'm not trying to blow myself up, but, I, you know, it, it hits different levels. Hits your baseline. This is what I do for a living. I'm an adult model and actress, so sometimes, you know, you see little posts about my scenes. 
And it's mm-hmm. like, here's my interest. I like to travel. I like to garden. Da, 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 da. Here's my inspirations and motivations. So it gets, it gets people from all backgrounds and different things liking my stuff. I have people writing me now that has, that has like, oh, I had no idea you're an adult model and actress. That just makes you more even more interesting. Wow, I had no idea. Like it's just, you make your, the more authentic you are, the more and the more positive and the more gratitude you show. Fuck, man, I am so, gra- I have so much gratitude in me because I'm so blessed. I know where I came from and I know what I've been able to build. And I know that at any given moment, this can be taken away. So I'm going to work hard and I'm going to be thankful for every fucking blessing and everything and even the mistakes and even the mishaps. And I'm thankful for the failures too because you learn from everything. When you change that, it's mindset, it's motivation, it's hard work, you put into it, you will get shit out of it. Definitely. Sorry. Definitely. I kind of went off on a tangent, but I smell. No, that's so what we like. Well. We like that. We like that. We like that. We love. We love well media, media, well spoken and media friendly people on the show. We love that. So noble. Yeah, yes. and you know, also let me just add this too with social media, really quick. Man, I get I mute people on the daily that show any type of negative vibes. Man, I don't care if I know you personally. I, if you are just out now negative poor me play the victim i'm gonna mute your ass i'm gonna block you i don't want that negative transmission coming through me i don't want to see it i don't want to be a part of it i want be be positive man you're having a bad bad day stay the fuck off social media figure your shit out take a break take a breather breathe that in figure out what your problem is fix it and then get back on it people that argue and show all that negative i just can't i don't have a place for it in my life i don't want to be around it it's just stupid you know, I inspire people. You have a voice. If you've got any following whatsoever, you have a platform for a positive voice. Do something with it. You know, inspire people to work out. Inspire people to be, just choose healthy living. Make better choices. Maybe share a smile. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that if you have that, have that ability to do it, you should, you should be positive about it. Alexis, for, for president... <laughs> I, no, I, I'm not. I'm not a lunatic. I can't run for that. <laughs> I don't want that um, position. I like my life. <laughs> definitely, and we would see. We would, we'd hear a total different. <laughs> yeah, we won't get into politics. That's something no. we don't. We can, you know, we really touch that. We really touch that. Um, but I mean. Based upon what you're saying, and you know that was very powerful. What you said, some of the, you know a lot of what you just said then was very powerful. So, so trustfully, you know when this, when people re-listen back to that, they're gonna listen to it, not just hear it, but listen and take it on board and actually try and manifest something. You know, if not the same, but something similar in their life because it is about being positive and living out your dreams. Yeah, um, happiness is a choice, man. Every day, I mean, it's a choice. It is, it is. So, so based upon that, and based upon what you're saying, um, like, like, where is your, what's your sort of foundation? Where does, where does, is all of this bringing from this positivity and this, this drive, this structure? Is it spiritually based? Is it religion based? Like, it's fill us in. Well, I think it's, you know, I think over the years, I. I have become spiritual and stuff like that. I think what really changed my life is back in, I guess it was 2009. um, I had a major shift in my life that needed to happen. And at first when it happened, man, I was like, oh, fuck, poor me, you know. And then what I did was I woke up and I realized, fuck, everything in life is your choice. You go to bed at night, everything that happens for that day was your choice. You chose to go down that street, you chose that, you chose this, you chose that. And you just got to learn to let things go. And you've got to learn to forgive and move on. And take responsibility for everything in your life. And once I did that and started to really believe and love myself, um, I mean, really love myself. I'm really, I'm constantly self-evaluating and self being, trying to be as self-aware of my actions, why I say things, why I act ways, not just when I'm negative, but also when I'm positive, just where's the stemming from? Where's the root of this? 
I just really dove into that because I, I needed to, and I just became very healthy and with my mind, body, and spirit. And I, I didn't, I, I don't, I'm not religious at all. Um, probably spiritual, um, very, I guess. And I just kind of really dove into healing myself, healing myself from all the things that have held me back and help, you know, kept me tight and learning to forgive. And when you forgive someone, that doesn't mean you're like, oh, hey, buddy. It's just like, I'm going to forgive you. You acted on whatever regard. That's a reflection. Da, 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 da. I'm forgiving you. I'm letting you go. You will no longer hold any bearing or weight on my further decision making. You start releasing all these things. You become a lighter individual. As you become a lighter individual, because you have light and love inside of you. That light and love inside of you becomes your guide. And you just become less, it's just, it just becomes brighter and brighter. I, I don't know how to describe it. I drank a lot of ayahuasca <laughs> during these moments. Uh, whoa, 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 years. whoa, whoa. Let, let's wait a minute. You can't skip past that. You can't <laughs> skip past the ayahuasca, mademoiselle. And that really acted like a catalyst in a lot of the self-healing because it really takes your subconscious and puts it to your conscious. It makes so you re-look at those <clears throat> things. And, man, you... you it is the grandmother. You know how grandmas are like really sweet and kind, but they'll also kick your ass. Yes. That's ayahuasca. That's why they call it the grandmother medicine. So for, for the people who may not know what ayahuasca is, and this might be a total new phrase and term, could you <laughs> just give us a little bit of a, a, an overview of what this um, substance is? Yeah, it's actually, it's a brew. It's an ancient um, sacred medicine uh, in the jungles of Peru and Brazil and various places. Uh, it's been used for centuries. It's one of the strongest psychedelics. Uh, but it doesn't, like, in the sense of it doesn't work. I've taken a lot of psychedelics in my life, but it doesn't, it's not, like, the same. It, it, it's, it really does take, like, the subconscious and puts it to the conscious. You've got to be really, you've got to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. It, it is, uh, it is, it is so transformational and amazing. At least that has been my experience. And that's really all I can speak from. But it really, it's, I'm still learning from the journeys. I, I probably have drank it well over 150 some odd times or more or less or somewhere around there. 150 times. Yeah. And now I go back every once in a while and I do it. But when I feel like I need to be reset. And sometimes we need, it re really resets you. I mean, it just... Have you done peyote as well, or peyote? Yeah. However, yeah, I believe in I believe in different plant medicines. Like cannabis is a plant medicine. Psilocybin can be used as a plant medicine. Yes. Uh, ayahuasca is a plant medicine. Peyote is a plant medicine. Mm. I, iboga is a plant medicine. Uh, um, San Pedro plant medicine. All oh. should be somewhat advised. Well, not all. Like cannabis, whatever. Like. If you've ne unless you've never used it, you know, get some advice from a professional or yes. facilitator or not something you do. I, I don't recommend doing it as like you, that ayahuasca is definitely not something you'd be like, hey, guys, you want to drink some ayahuasca? No, you're probably going to want to wear adult diapers. You may defecate. You may urinate. You may vomit. You know, this is serious stuff. It's really going to dive deep inside you. It's it's and what's what's so amazing about ayahuasca, too, is. I've drank it with people, with children in in the jungle, not by my, like in the in the circle, and with with the, it's usually the facilitator or the shaman's children, to people that are in their nineties, from mm -hmm. all walks of life, from all over the world. It is not like one typical type. It's not this thing. It's not like oh, only so like this. It's it's of all ages and even you know it really really just I don't know. It's pretty amazing and that. There's all these commonalities that people see and feel, uh, the connection that you feel with those people. It, it's, it's, I don't know. I've never, there's nothing really comparable to it. And it is really deep healing. Thank you for that explanation. And also the, the fact that, you know, you may vomit and, you know, lose bodily functions, et cetera. So this yeah, is something. I mean, I mean, think about it. You're getting your, you're going to be out of your normal consciousness. You're going to be put under. And that's also like if you decide that's a path you want to choose, make sure you're getting the highest recommendation from somebody you trust. 
just <laughs> like anything in the world, once some kind of little thing becomes popular, not everybody has the best intentions. Make sure you go to a recommended shaman or facility or whomever if you're going to be taking any type of that plant medicine it's going to put you under another consciousness so that you feel safe and that you can have that full experience does that make sense yeah it makes a lot of sense definitely makes a lot of sense don't just go out and be like oh yeah i saw this online and i'm just going to go down here and then all of a sudden you find yourself taking this medicine with 45 other people and you're like what the fuck <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to allow you to really dive deep. And, and, and it's a medicine. So you, you want to go there for healing. You want to go there for spiritual cleansing or or, or uh, resetting or whatever the reason you're going down there for. It's not a party, dude. It's, like, it's, it's, it gets some serious stuff done. I, I, I have a relationship with my mother and my brother now that I never had before. It really, like, once you start healing yourself, you start healing the people around you. It's true. Yeah. That definitely makes sure. a lot of sense. We've, I'm looking for your Twitter right now as we're speaking to you. Thought I'd let you know. But looking for your Twitter. You see, you got a yeah, lot of followers. Yeah, sometimes Twitter makes it hard for us because they shadow ban it. So you have to put it on like exact. So it's like the at Alexis F-A-W-X. Okay. So um, throughout your career, how long, how, how long exactly have you been in the game? I started July 10th of 2010. Oh, so um, you're I, eight years in. Yeah, well, I took a little time off, but I stayed up with the webcamming and stuff like that. Um, I went to massage school. I took um, holistic. I took holistic massage, and uh, oh, I'm gonna sneeze. And um, oh, I don't have that water up here. That's what I'm looking for. Um, well, I just took a break from shooting. Kept up with camming and stuff like that. Started a massage business. Did that for a while. Volunteer work, all kinds of stuff. And then I was like, oh. If I made more money, I can do more volunteer work. So <laughs> I was like, let me go back and let's see, let's let's make some stuff happen for people. Let's let's see, let's make a let's make some bigger goals. So yeah, some big goals. Okay, so throughout throughout that throughout the eight year period that you've been in the industry and you know the industry is now um, there's nothing that's that you could say is outrageous now in the industry. So personally, has there ever been anything that a producer or a director has, 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 has asked you to do or, 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 or something that you have just, you just couldn't do? Is there, have you ever came up against that kind of brick wall where you've said, no, I can't do that? There, there's just some things I won't do? Um, well, I try to get all my shoot de details well ahead of time before the shoot, before the day of the shoot to make sure that like, I, I want to make sure it's a male or a female talent that I want to work with. Um, I don't do anything I don't want to do. Um, you know, really, honestly, we're in control the whole entire time. Even if we get there, you know, something comes up, we don't want to do it. We can, we can be like, yeah, stop. Uh, I'm not comfortable with this. This is not part of, you know, what I want to do. And we have the right to say no. And we have the right to not have to do it. Like, I don't, there's okay. no one I have to work with. There is nothing I have to do. Like, I don't have to do double anal, and I'm not planning on to. <laughs> so so, is, this, so is, is that a thing, then? Is there actually guys out there that you that you just don't want to work with for whatever reason? Yeah. We don't need to mention yeah, it on yeah. here, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have people, I have a no list. I mean, most performers that have been in this industry for any amount of time probably have some sort of no list. I don't have a super long no list. It's usually because, you know, my no list is very very black and white it's like oh well we had zero chemistry on set it's just not working out like that's just we didn't we tried it didn't you know we don't match um you're a dick and we're not going to get along <laughs> you know there's some yeah. people that you know <laughs> that present themselves on there so like i said if you present yourself a certain way on social media in a negative or shithead way i don't want to be on stuck on set with you no why do I want to put myself around that type of energy? No, nope, no. Nope. Like, I look at all that. Like, if you're, like, if someone that's calling women bitches and putting them on dog collars <laughs> and throwing them in, 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 in dog cages, I'm probably not going to work with you. We're probably, our personalities aren't going to get along on set because you're not going to come at me with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm too strong of a personality. I just know that. Um, so what about scenarios then, Alexis, like, 
scenario, you know them little like scenes where like a guy is pretending to fix your washing machine or something like that. <laughs> have they ever have they ever put you in a scene where you've said no, I'm not no, I don't I don't like the story. Like maybe like you're cheating or you're doing something you do is no, but I have recently decided that I don't. I want to be really careful about what the other, how the other performer is appearing, because I get, I get with a lot. I have a lot of um, milfy scenes and stuff like that, and I want to make sure that the other talent always looks at least twenty-one and is of college. Oh, I get, sometimes, yeah, I get, like, yeah. what, what the, there's been a trend recently where a lot of the male talent look a little too young, and I'm just like, I'm not comfortable with that. And so I've kind of switched up my game a little bit in, the, in that regard. They're all of legal age. Everything's legal. I'm just like, eh. I like, I like the guy to be, like, a man. I don't want to feel like I can pick the guy up. If I'm already a small <laughs> girl. If I feel like I can pick you up, like, that's just no fun for me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, we get yeah. We get, yeah. I just don't find that sexy, and I'm just not into it. And I'm not, not saying that I'm into every scene I am. I'm not. Like, you know, whatever. I know I completely understand that what I do is I build fantasies for people. I'm making a niche. I'm doing a fantasy. It's not about me. It's about whatever the consumer wants. However, I, at some point, I'm just kind of like, I don't really agree with some things. <laughs> so I, I've just recently kind of uh, decided a, a couple of things. Um, and that's just me personally, you know, it's just whatever, you know, it's, it's just whatever I feel most comfortable with. And that's just, you know, that's not exercising this or that. It's just like, you know, is your career develops? What do you want to be known for? Exactly. That makes a lot. Of, that makes a lot of sense, actually. So, you know, with these websites now, like back in the day, it used to be like VHS, then it went to DVD. Now you've got the internet, you've got like your porn hubs and your triple your triple X your triple X videos. So how has that affected the game? Is it something that you lose money or is it is it something that you use as an advertisement platform? How would you break that one down? Well, you know, you can either fight the animal or you can say, Okay, how can we work together and, and make, both make money out of it? So I'm about making money with it, you know. Um I believe there's people out there that still buy DVDs. You know, I just recently did a showcase, so that's going to be coming out shortly. Uh, it's going to be released in September. Um, and stuff like that, because I grew, just, I grew up in the time period where people did showcases and did DVDs and stuff like that, so I, I wanted one of those. Um, but I also have a Pornhub verified account where I can put my own content and make my own money from. So, you know, like, and, and a lot of that, a lot of, like, it's interesting to watch the industry shift and stuff like that because it's more and more us talent is starting to shoot more and more of our own content all the time. And these companies are now buying it sometimes, you know, it just depends. And you can post it on your Pornhub, you can post it on your OnlyFans, ManyVids, I mean, there's so many platforms out there. And you just rotate those suckers around if you want. Cam Solder, etc. <clears throat> huh? Cam Solder. That's another one I've been seeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have Cam Soda. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. You can be on Cam Soda. I have StreamAid. I have Camster. I, have a, I actually will probably cam this week. I haven't camped in a while. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's fun. Like, it's like, if you get, honestly, like, if you get tired of one thing, there's so many hustles in this industry. You can just... Well, I'm going to go over here and do this for a while. And, oh, okay, I'll go over here and do that for a while. You can kind of juggle it mm. around and make really great money at it. I mean, there's people who just do camming. I just did camming for years. And, I, I, you know, you make anywhere between, you make really good money from your house. You just think about it. Uh, I can imagine. I can imagine a lot uh, the, the, the clientele that you have. Um, so... <clears throat> Explanation, you've mentioned this word a few times, and this is be for myself and for the audience. Um, MILF, what, what exactly is a MILF and what and how would you be classified as such? Um, okay, so MILF, you know, stands for mother I like to fuck. <laughs> Just like Dale from dads I like to fuck, whatever. It's been around forever. Um, so, like, I, you know, the whole niche of, you know, you know, 
the stepmom or the hot mom across, you know, hot mom neighbor, friends, mom, you know, all those sites and stuff like that. That's where that all comes from. And to be classified as a milf, it just seems like really has no, like, like I don't have any children. Um, but because I'm big tits and because of my age, I'm going to be a milf. <laughs> as soon as any new girl gets big tits, guess what, honey? You just made a milf category for yourself. <laughs> All the new girls are like, oh, I want to get new boobs. And my girl, just rock those titties. Just rock them because you're still young. Wait. You don't want to be in the milf category yet, do you? Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, think about it. Like, business-wise, if I would have started out, I mean, I, I, had a, I had naturally full C's anyway, so I had nice titties. But, like, shit, like, I still, I looked young. So, like, I could, like, I would have rode that cute college girl thing out until I like, could have in my 30s. <laughs> like, I'm not getting these boobs yet because as soon as you get those big, big fake titties, you will be a MILF at one point in your career. <laughs> so, so, so. It's like, so, there'll be tw- like, some of these girls are like 21, and I'm like, oh God, they put her in a MILF? What? Because she has big tits, and then they glam her up with all this fucking makeup. I'm so not a makeup girl. I'm such a tomboy, guys. Oh, fuck. Hey, I'm like, makeup? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so outside of shooting and stuff, you're not, you're not normally sort of um, into the, the, the contour and all of that crazy oh, stuff. I don't know how to contour. I have no eyebrow game. Like, I'm like, what is that? Like, no, like, I'm like, is my cheeks rosy? I just go out and put some sun on my face. Put some mascara, lip gloss on, and I'm like, I'm ready. Um, so also, I, I, honestly, I think a lot of makeup on on women, I, I think, can make women look older. I think the oh, less yes. less is more on women. A hundred percent. I mean, from videos, I guess for, for, for from what I've heard, all they put like a lot of makeup on on the the females for yeah. camera effects and yeah. stuff. So, uh, what does it actually look like in flesh? Does it really look awful like because it i'm just thinking they've got tons and tons of makeup on it looks pretty unnatural to begin with yeah um well you're getting drowned out by lights and stuff like that so hence why all the contouring and makeup and shit like that but um some companies like the more natural look and then some really like the glam up you know crazy looks it just depends on what company you're working for and stuff like that yeah um you know, I, I like like I said, like I try to, you know, uh, like especially on my Instagram and stuff like that. I I try to post like pictures of me with no like no makeup and just kind of normal because I I also want women to be encouraged or females or whoever like is watching me to be encouraged to be their natural self that they don't have to plaster on all the face paint in order to go out in public. I want them to feel their natural beauty can be just as confident and just as great as is if they put the fake eyelashes on, if not better. Mm-hmm. So. You is the motto. Definitely. Be yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the best. So, just what, one more prime. I've just got one more on on the same sort of line. Um, I see BioWise that you're going to be releasing some firsts very shortly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I can see first anal, first DP, and first IR, which I believe is interracial. Yeah, yeah. Now, from our last guest, which it seems, uh, especially on the IR side, that people hold off from doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's silly. I think, like, you know, we're just all humans. I mean, I know I understand that that's been, like, I guess a niche or a click on a button somewhere. I, I, I don't want to hold off on anything. A penis is a penis. I like working with people. I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, the amount of melatonin you have in your skin compared to mine it doesn't make a difference to me. You're, you're human. I'm human. I, I think, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all that. I know, like, for some people, they really love um, having that niche and stuff like that. I just think it's... I don't think it's anything to hold back on. So it wasn't a conscious decision. It's just something you just haven't done within your your sort of career as of yet. Oh, uh, what the whole anal? No, no, uh, interracial. Oh, um, I just got yeah. I got to. I'm like, what? There's nothing to hold off on. Like, you know, it's me. Just, it was just 
it wasn't anything I needed to hold off on anymore. I didn't really get a point. Well, we've got some. Um, oh, is this is this the first one you're doing? Because I'm on your Twitter now and I can see some. What it appears to be a black guy. Well, it is a black guy, and he's it, it, doing both. He's doing both for the was, first. Okay, so I've never done anal on camera up until that point. Okay. So it's my first anal. They 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 bill it, they bill it as the first anal, first IR anal, and then I did also my first DP. So that's what that all is. But I, I work I work with I work with all everyone. I don't care. Okay. okay, great stuff. Have you worked with Wesley Pipes before? Who? Wesley Pipes. No, I have not worked with him yet. I haven't worked with a lot. It's funny, it's like, I'm like, I, I wish I could work. There's a lot of people I want to work with. I But you know who I just worked with recently? He's such a hottie. <laughs> you guys are like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, you guys are probably like, dude, we all want to know like, <laughs> what guys you think are hot. <laughs> The fans may want to know, but yeah, the, fa- the fans want to know. The fans, well, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be up on. It's for my own content too. Is um, Isaiah Maxwell, and he's such a good performer. Oh, such a hottie and such a good performer. But yeah, I work with everyone and, and stuff, and for my and, and that's all part of my showcase. So I, I wanted, I made a point. I was like, hey, I, I want, I want a mix of every. You know, I want to work with all these different great performers. Like it wasn't about I want to work with this performer because of this reason I want to work with this performer because I think we have great chemistry on camera and it's my first time doing it on camera when I work with somebody I feel most comfortable with. Does that make sense? That's how I looked at it, look at doing my showcase. I didn't look at it in any other way. I wanted a variety of individuals that knew what the hell they were doing because it was my first time and people that I felt like I had really good chemistry with and that I know that I could let myself go and enjoy it and not be, not worry about, okay, well, how, you know, I, you know, because they know how, to, when you work with someone, you know how they work. So you're, you're automatically going to be a little bit more comfortable with them. And since it was my first time doing anal on camera, and let's just face it, things could be get, things could get embarrassing. Like I wanted to make sure that if that happened, that it wasn't going to be as devastating. <laughs> Does that make sense? But it's something, <laughs> yeah. it's something that you've practiced yeah. in your private. Like, it's something that you've like practiced in your it. private like life. I get though. it. Whatever. It's a niche. Whatever. But I like it. It's not like anything. Like I mean, if people want to hold off on it, that's that, that's their own career choice. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I stay in my own lane. I don't give a shit what other people do. That's but, on them. But it is something that you've practiced in your private life, though. So it's not. But anal? I don't yeah. really do anal that much at all. Okay. So like, <laughs> and DP was that was like first time, first time. I've never done that ever. <laughs> Okay, we're, it, we're, we're we're approaching the quick the quick fire round now. We're gonna go through some questions from the listeners. These are people that know you as well. We we didn't take no questions from people that ain't fans of yours. So um, okay, anything you feel uncomfortable with, we can skip over. But it's the quick. We're gonna we've picked four that I think are the most the best questions. So um, okay, how okay. long? How long? The first one is how long do you plan? I'm performing in porn. I think, uh, as long as everybody will have me. Um, I think there's a lot of ways that you can perform in porn. So I don't, I don't know. I don't have a cap on it. I don't have a date. I don't have a, an end date. <laughs> okay. So you'll go right up until 70 grandma stuff. Things fuck, like that. fuck yeah. Let's do it. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, maybe I'll be, be maybe I'll be behind the camera at that point. I'm just retired at some island in Thailand. I don't know. Who knows where I'll be at seventy? Okay. I don't want to be doing anything at seventy. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. But who knows? Well, I think you've kind of answered the first question with the second question, but I'm going to read it anyway. What are your plans after you retire? But you said you're going to keep going. So that is your plans to keep going, ain't it? You know, I want to travel the world. You know, my plan is to see and experience as many cultures as possible. So, you know, I, I, I'm not a person that just can sit idle, but, um, you know, just see everything in the world. Um, yeah. More free time I have, the more, more countries and more cultures I can experience. Okay, great stuff. Let's get to the, no- Let's get to the third question. Do you have a husband or a boyfriend? Yes, I have a boyfriend. Okay, 
Well, that's that's pretty straightforward. And the, the fourth, <laughs> the fourth and final question. Well, I think you've kind of answered that with the third one as well. Was well, we can. I'll change this a little bit because the original question is, do you sleep with that with with fans? But I'm going to change it and say, have you ever slept with fans? So like a guy in a bar who's recognised yeah, and you've hit it off. Now, uh-uh. I get asked a lot, like, you know, will you do a scene with me and stuff like that? I'm like, no, I like to work with professionals. <laughs> oh, they're just going to be seen. It's, it's one thing, like, I, like I, first of all, I, I don't drink, so I don't really go out to bars. I'm probably a homebody. I'm always on the road and traveling. And I, I have a boyfriend, so, like, now I have a boyfriend. But even when I didn't, I didn't really meet a lot of people. I don't know if, like, people are into Someone told me, like, because I, I was, like, asking a question. I was like, man, I never get approached. I was like, what, what the fuck's wrong with me? And my guy friend, who's also my personal trainer and my coach, he's like, dude, you're intimidating. And I'm like, how the fuck am I intimidating, like, of all people? And he's like, look, you're a free spirit. You like to do whatever the hell you want. You know, that, that right there can be intimidating to someone. You smile and you're genuine. People are scared of smiles, believe it or not. They don't like, what the fuck's behind the smile? Like, why is this person so happy? How can this person be so happy? So they're just, they're not sure how to approach that. And two, you're super independent. You, a guy can't offer you shit. You're, you take care of your own business. You don't need his money. You're happy. He can't like, he's like, well, how can I even make her any happier? And you're a free spirit, which means you're totally comfortable going off on your own. You don't need him for anything. Who the fuck's going to approach you? <laughs> so that's what I come up against, I guess. Great. Well, that, Great. Was the, that was the end of the, 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 the quest. Thanks for the questions. Hopefully, Alexis answered them to your satisfaction. Knowable? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So, you are hosting a monthly event called Hires... <laughs> Highest <laughs> Thank you. So, just let's just give this a little bit of a promotion. You know, like tell us exactly what's happening. You know, what is this event? Yeah, definitely. And hopefully, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and maybe we'll end up in the UK one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's Highest Fox. Uh, I co-produced that with uh, Richie Lee, which is a comedian um, I know also in LA, and I'm the host of it. Obviously, it's kind of a run-on like high as fuck. But we're using uh, my work last name as Fox says, as um, play on words. So basically, it's a comedy variety show that's cannabis friendly. Uh, doors open at 6.30. Show starts at 7.30. It's once a month in L.A. right now at El Cid on Sunset. And we, you know, everybody gets there. We sesh a little bit. Uh, it's full of entertainment. You're going to laugh your ass off. You're going to be entertained. Um, there's music, which I always try to have a musician in there. Um, and then we all end up sessioning afterwards. It's just a really cool feel, cool vibe. It's, it's great. It's, it's good vibes all the way around. And it's really nice because I, you know, like, of course there's like booze and, and food also there, obviously, but it's really nice to be able to, at this, at this point in my life, cause I've been a cannabis user for a really, really long time to create in a cannabis friendly event where people can come smoke their their ganja sit back have some food be entertained <clears throat> and feel good and go home and sleep and wake up not be hungover feel good and have a good night out you know what i mean like that's that's the whole point and it feels fucking great i never you know that's another thing that having what been doing what i've been doing creating that brand and working my ass off at creating that brand and, and giving myself a platform to be this creative and be able to, you know, produce something and, and get in touch with talent that I've been an admiring, you know, for years. Like we just had Jamie Kennedy on our show last, uh, in, in this month in August, uh, we show that just passed August 14th. Um, Jamie Kennedy was there. David Lynch from America's got, uh, got talent, like all the stuff, like this is just happening. And so hopefully it continues to grow and get bigger and go into different cities. I've got offers now already to bring it to Vegas. I know some comedians that already want me in Vegas. Who knows? You know, this is another venture, another journey, and it's amazing. So we're going to see what happens with that. 
Definitely. And is there any plans maybe to get, um, obviously based upon the, the content and what you, it's comedy and weed related, we have uh, Joe Rogan maybe? and uh, <laughs> You know, I'll you reach know. out to him. Who knows? I mean, I've been a fan of his forever. I would love to. Like, fuck, I would love to be on his podcast. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm, I'm as famous yet for him. But <laughs> um, I would love to. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I've reached that level to ask him yet, um, but, you know, I'm getting there. And, you know, what's also pretty amazing with the show is, and what I really love about it is that, you know, I've always had this great respect and admiration for anybody that can get on stage and, you know, you know show their talent regardless of what level that is in front of a live audience because you get immediate reaction. I mean, yeah, it takes courage to do what I do, too, but I don't get anybody's immediate reaction other than the director either. The director likes it or not, but, I, you know, it's a product. It gets shipped out. Boom, bang. It's done. But okay. there on stage, I mean, you got lights on you. It's quiet because everybody is waiting for you to talk. And and I didn't I didn't come into the industry as a, as a, as a stripper or anything like that. I've never been on stage, so... It's a brand new experience for me, and I'm loving it. It's like, wow, this is so amazing. What? It's giving me courage. It's giving me more confidence. I think it's making me a better communicator with people. Um, now what I want to work on is working on sponsorships, you know, uh, whether it's financial or product sponsors. So if you're out there, also to get more talent. So if you're out there, even if you're from the U.K., if you come into L.A., or you want or know you want to be in a show or something like that, email me. Just just email me. Like, let me know what you are and what you do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, it does Just because you're not in L.A. doesn't mean you, 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 know, you don't have to be L.A.-based. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Great, Great stuff. Well, Noble, have you got anything else you would like to ask before we... I have... I have one more. Well, I've got lots of questions, but I'm going to round it down to the one one question until potentially a, a part two for um, your appearance. But for this particular question, um, I believe you are a soccer fan. <laughs> are you talking football? Indeed, <laughs> footy. <laughs> footy. I don't know why I hate the word soccer. I'm like, God. <laughs> okay, you know, because you're a Yanker, though. I've got to say it how you are, so. <laughs> I'm a Yanker, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so what team? Just fill us in, give us some details. You know, who is your favorite team and how long have you okay. been supporting them? All right, so QPR, Queen Park Rangers, have been my team for now a few years. It actually started because I, I started dating someone uh, from South London. And, of course, you know, that was his team or whatever. And I guess I got in in, in, in I don't know, indoctrinated, or I don't know how to say that, but anyway, because I was his team, I want to be supportive, it became my team, and because I noticed how, like, the camaraderie, and, and, like, you guys, like, you like, kind of born into teams, like, if you don't, if you're a family member and you don't like that team, you're probably going to get kicked out of the family, it's just so amazing over in Europe, I love how y'all support each other, like, support the team, and it gets really serious at the games, and it's just, I love it. I've actually been to a couple QPR games, um, or I went to a QPR game um, in England at their stadium, um, and it was just so fucking cool, like the songs and the cheering and just like, I don't know, it's just really amazing. And so it just kind of just stayed like that. So I just, you know, just stay a QPR fan, and it's, you know, why not? Okay, that's, 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 that's something we didn't know. Uh -huh. So, um... Definitely. It's actually the only sport I actually enjoy watching. I've been to a couple of different um, uh, football games. Uh, when I lived in Miami, unfortunately, Chelsea, it was funny. Chelsea came and played in Miami I th uh, twice, actually. I think once at uh, Milan, <laughs> and then the second time it was, uh, it was AC Milan one time, and I think it was Barcelona the second time or something. So I wore my entire QPR kit and sat among all these Chelsea fans. <laughs> <laughs> because, you get much you know, of a reaction. QPR don't get along, you know, like you're always yeah. like, calling each other did, cunts did, and shit. So did I'm you like, get much of a reaction? A of me. There's a picture of me. I gotta find it, and I'm holding my QPR scarf up, and all you see is like me among like all these Chelsea fans. It's fucking great. <laughs> and I posted to some like QPR, like girls of QPR. I don't know some QPR 
group page. And everybody's like, you're a legend, brilliant, legendary. I was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is fucking great. Yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely, anyway. definitely brave. So, um, Alexis. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that in England. <laughs> yeah. But Miami, I wasn't too worried. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, you'll be okay because the Miami Chelsea fans probably ain't too strict. It probably ain't too no, strict. No, no, not at all. I, I, I felt, yeah. I felt a little safe there. Okay. <laughs> I would, I wouldn't do it anywhere else. <laughs> so, um, Alexis, we want to thank you for taking the time to come onto um, our platform. Um, definitely keep up the, the work, and um, we enjoyed every minute of the conversation. Thank you, thank you for having oh. me, guys. I really appreciate it and stuff like that. And, and everything I um, make sure I know when they when you release everything um, that we have all the links and stuff like that so I can retweet it or whatever put it on all my platforms so everybody can listen to it oh of course most definitely and before you go and very lastly if you can uh, I'm pretty sure most people will know where you are social media wise but okay. for audio purposes if you can just give us a, a rundown of your uh, your social media Sure. You can find me um, at Alexis Fox, A-L-E-X-I-S-F-A-W-X. That's my Twitter. Uh, my Instagram is at Alexis Fox Live. My backup is Highest Fox. Um, my Snapchat is um, is private. You can sign up under Fan Central. Uh, that's Alexis Fox. And OnlyFans is at Alexis Fox. Pretty much I kept everything pretty simple. <laughs> But if you're looking for me, make sure that you don't get tricked by fake profiles. Make sure that you look for the blue check mark on Instagram and um, obviously look for how many followers somebody has. And don't I'm not going to DM you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.